what's up oh my gosh uh welcome friends this is uh part three of the yef not podcast featuring miguel from me myself and miguel uh this has been saga continues dude what in the world and also uh Okay, so this this is this is like a continu- continuation of a conversation where it started was you know introducing Miguel and the next episode talking about Steven. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And now this one is me like combination of both. I like where yeah. we're going. I like this. Yeah. I like where we're going, and I want you to I want you to during these time periods maybe like I'll I'll give you like I don't know times or something or like dates. I'll be like I'm, I'll be like oh I'm I'm here. Circle ba 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 ba. Where are you? Yeah. Yeah, dude, because I got myself yeah. some, I got myself some photos. Because I don't know. Okay, so something about me, dude, uh, uh-huh. is I loved, phone. I love phones. I still do love phones. Phones like like your cell phone. Like, cell phone. Like, yes. Okay. Like okay. Can, like can, like the cameras, and I I I, I just I've always have I had a very like a very high affinity for them, and also I love taking pictures of like the ones I love, you know, and, and like whatever right so right now like so let's see where do we leave off the conversation where were I think we we left the, we were talking about your mother's uh restaurant which is some valley that i'm gonna have to go check out and everybody else should Dude, Taco Toro, we'll check it out if you're in the state Taco oh my Toro. gosh right. Dude, am i gonna out my my location oh, who cares my people know where i want it i'm scared a <laughs> man scared. dude the goddamn man I mean, I mean you know they're listening obviously but i don't think they want much to do with us yeah, who cares? At, at, at least that's what I think. It's like there's nothing about me that they, the information that they want that, you know, it's there's nothing, there's nothing there, there's nothing there. So until there is, until there is, I guess. Yeah. I guess right. is, yeah. Oh, shit. Maybe. All right. Let's let's stop the recording. Let's let's hop off. No, we're done. <laughs> uh, um, cut cut feed cut feed. Uh, so check it out. So, so okay, college, dude. Okay, so in college, I do the whole auditioning thing. Yeah. Check it out. Uh, oh, by the way, y'all, if you're if you're catching up on this, this is okay. This is officially uh, part three of this conversation. So part one was an episode on why the F not podcast. You know, Stephen Brogan, future Miguel. There you go. Second episode of that, the part two of that is in Miguel Mahoma here, his podcast, me myself and Miguel. So if you have not listened to that, please go there now because I don't know continuity sake, you know. Yeah, would, yeah. Would you, you're not lost. Would you watch Endgame before Infinity War? No, or else, wow, that's yeah, stupid. Yeah, which, by the way, I'm rewatching all of that. The whole Woo! Yeah. the best time to do it, honestly. Seriously, yeah, because because here's the thing: I saw Infinity Game without watching a lot of movies prior to that, and I, although I enjoyed Wait, it, what? I, you yeah. just jumped in. You just jumped into Infinity War without. I did. I mean, which I was. Yeah, I saw the Avengers, but I I didn't see it. it and so okay, so I've I've now looked at the list of the quote unquote order you should watch it in, right? Chronologically right. or whatever. So I didn't get to see uh, Captain Marvel before I saw Infinity Wars, which I now have, and I didn't okay. see anything past if it wasn't an Avenger movies after the uh, um, Thor movies. I, I didn't see that. So I didn't see Guardians of the Galaxy. I didn't see Doctor Strange. I didn't see. Yeah, I know. I missed a lot. Those are the chat, dude. Those are chat. I know. I didn't see. You're watching now, I, and I'm watching them. I started from the beginning, so I saw Captain America. I saw Iron Man, Iron Man two, three, The Avengers. I saw. I tr- I was looking for the Hulk, but I couldn't find it. And I've read that it it's okay. You don't have to really see it. Um, hey, Miguel. After this, te voy a mandar algo. Okay, te voy a mandar. Te voy a mandar algo. Okay. All right. And then. We'll be able to watch stuff. Don't worry. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> anyways. 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 Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so do you have to cut that? I don't know. Anyways, here we go. <laughs> so I'm rewatching that. But yeah, I, I watched Infinity Wars, I think, without watching a lot of other movies prior to that. And, Did you and watch Ant-Man prior to that? Which one? Ant-Man. No, I didn't. I didn't. None of them? I did not see, I didn't see either of the Ant-Mans. I didn't see either of the Ant-Mans. Dude, so, okay. So where are you right now in your in your marathon of catch-ups? I'm very early. I just finished uh, Iron Man 3 last night after watching The Avengers. So okay, after Iron Man 3, I think it's like another Thor movie or something like that. What did you think of Iron Man 3? I, You know, that's one of my favorite Marvel movies. Gabby and I were like early into our relationship and we saw that movie in theaters maybe four or five times. 
because it was oh, okay. just, yeah it was really good i really enjoyed it uh i i really enjoyed the the contrast between tony and the kid you know like the, the whole yes. like that he was breaking him down and he was like his ultimate match and he's a kid i loved that and i still um, i watched it last night oh time. my god um all i can say miguel without spoilers is just keep your eyes open while you're watching all the movies just keep oh, yeah. your eyes open keep your eyes open keep your eyes open i like that kid too hey i love that kid too he's a great kid huh. wonder what his name is anyways uh oh, with that movie shit. wait are you telling me something right now that, I, that i'm catching on oh, i don't man. dude that kid's very important is, that kid might be spider-man no he's not spider-man he's okay, not spider-man i think he came out he came, uh little peter parker actually did make a cameo in iron man 2. did he really Yes, in the scene where uh, where Iron Man is fighting off the Legion of Drones, okay. there's a little boy wearing an Iron Man mask, and a drone yes. faces off with that boy, and the little boy raises his hand. Yes, yes, that was him. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Kevin Feige, like they've like confirmed, like oh yeah, that was a young Peter Parker. Huh. But other than than reading, there's no way you can tell. Other than what? Other than like what's been written out there like there's nothing in the movie that's like suggests that he's peter parker you're like, these are like those easter eggs that it, unless yeah. you've like read the script or right 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 okay okay yeah. i like it I'll, I'll buy it i'll buy it dude but this other kid he's important too huh. man okay now i gotta watch could i'm be. late i'm late on this but yeah I Here's the thing. It. Could be. we don't know yet but he could be could be all right i like it i like it you're, you're uh, feeding the you're feeding the flame to watch the movies dude yeah. i love those movies. i think they're just oh they're so good yeah oh so oh little funny story so again i get to work with a bunch of cool different backgrounds of people right and right. i got to meet this lady uh um and she's been my client for like a year now we started a project last year and we got like all this carpet and then she's back for more and we always mention because i know she's got kids she knows i got kids so we always mention that stuff and i'm like hey i've never asked about your husband like what does your husband do what's his name what, what what about him and she's like oh do you like comic books i was like well yes but i don't really like to read but so uh so i don't really have many comic books i've only had one or two in my whole lifespan which is ridiculous right but yeah. um um, and she goes, oh, well, my husband works for DC. He's a writer. What? And I was like, what? No way. What? And then I looked him up after a while. The dude is like the executive top writer for the last like 10, 15 years for DC and is in charge of like all these great comic books coming out. I'm like, how do I like, how does that even it's a small you? world, my it's friend. It is a small world, world bro. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was cool, and I felt so bad saying like, "Oh no, I don't read any comic books at all." <laughs> um, I have a couple comic book series I can tell you right now. You need to read like arcs. Who? There's like certain arcs you should read. So like that's like a little collection uh, okay. of uh, okay. of comic books that come out like that tell a full story, like a full arc of a story. Gotcha. So there's like six, seven issues that come out for this one storyline. Okay. Um, the first one being. Uh, Green Lanterns, the black. Let me see, Green Lanterns. I think it's the Blackest Night. Okay. Uh, it's a really cool story. Uh, I sound really stupid. I gotta use better words. I, I'm not reading as much, man. I'm not gonna. Lie. I'm not reading as much. Uh, okay. I need to read more. Better word, point. please. Uh, but okay, so Blackest Night is that it? Yes, Blackest Night. So Blackest Night is the Sweet. comic book series telling you the story of the Black Lanterns. So he do you know any? That. Oh my God! Wait, time out. Let me, go on the, let me go on the Wikipedia site. Wikipedia site, and let me see the appeal behind it. Uh, publishers, publishers, main titles. Publishers, DC, publishers. right? That's DC. That's definitely DC. What's his name? His name is... Um, God damn it, what's his first name? I know his last name is Johns. It is not Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns, that's, that's who it is. Bro! He's, yeah. he's like the... When it go, when, in creative team, when it says writers... His name is the only one there. The only one there. Yeah. He's exactly. the writer, bro. He is the writer of one of the most amazing Green Lantern story arcs ever told, bro. You see, so I wish after she told me that, that I would have had something like this moment that you're having to her to kind of like, oh my like gosh, your husband is Jeff, you know, John's like, oh my, you know, and, and and I short shot it and I felt so bad. I'm like, man, this guy must be a really cool guy. And I just gave him no justice whatsoever. 
Well, I think after the corona, or maybe I'll just disinfect it. I'll let you borrow it. No, I, another friend has it. Shoot, you know what? Okay, another friend, <laughs> another friend of mine has it. His name's Dusty. I let him borrow it because I think everyone should read it. He lives in the valley, I think. When I go pick it yeah. up from him, I'm, I'm just gonna drop it, it off to you. Oh, you should. <gasps> <laughs> we should do that. Oh my God, let's plan that out because you need. Let's, okay, because the booklet I have is like a thick. It looks like a comic book size, but it's thick and it's thicker. It's like a nicer cover and stuff. Um, and you have all the issues there. And inside oh, of this, cool. Miguel, inside yeah. of this is beautiful, full, dual, like the full page is filled out with this beautiful artwork of these open, like these dope scenes, dude. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So first- you need to read that. And then you need to read, you need to read Batman, uh, Batman, The Dark Knight. I have not. So, so the first comic book I ever bought was when I went to uh, Europe in 2007 with, uh, I think, some of your despian buddies. Um, um, oh my God! Wait, with like Jasmine and all them. Yeah, yeah, Jasmine and and Benny and I forgot who else. Like all these other folks. And and funny story about that trip, right? So remember said group that uh, I, I I hung out with during football. So it was their idea to go to Europe. And they pimped it out. And again, I was the last one on the boat. I was like, yeah, 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 let's do it. Like, we're all going to do it. We're all going to go hang out. And I was like, cool, man. I'm finally going to be in with this group. We're going to be buddies. It's going to be sick. We went to the meeting. I made the down payment for the for the trip. They all were like, yeah, we decided we're not going. We're going to use that what? to buy like, yeah. We're like, I'm going to buy a car. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Yeah, I'm not going to go. And I'm like guys like i put money already towards this i can't get a refund and like i tried to like talk them into like uh, my family i was like my mom i was like dude let's 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 i didn't call her dude but I, <laughs> I was, like, yo mom dude let's check it out check it out mom, check it out no. yeah no i was like listen that I don't sucks trip. I, yeah i was like i don't want to go to the trip my friends aren't going like i know people are going but like they're all girls and one guy you, you should have gone I did go. I did go because oh, it was how'd it go? Too late. It was. It was great. It was amazing. I'm so glad I went. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad I went. Uh, it wasn't even about the people that I was with at the moment. To be honest, it was more about being there and seeing what we saw. It was great. I want to. It's go a trip back. to Europe. It's a trip to Europe. Yeah. But um, so they bailed on me, and I was so pissed. But uh, anyways. Um, so I bought a comic book because I'm like, I'm not going to be talking to these people while I'm there much. Uh, okay. Think. So I bought the, the the Batman book. I think it's similar to what you're telling me. What is it? An arc? So it's like a thick bo- uh, book, but it's like complete comic. And there's a, a different chapters or like different stories. And like different all, gaps, right? Different gaps, but it's all about the same main storyline. So I think that's what it is. So thank you. Is it dark? Is is it is it Dark Knight Returns? It's not Dark Knight Returns. It is the um oh man, and it got stolen. It got stolen while I was in Europe. No, which one was it? It was the the holiday, the the something about a holiday. I I didn't finish reading it. Um, damn, I forgot what it was called. But yeah, it was about the calendar or the holiday guy and this 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 person, this evil guy, this uh, villain. Sorry that is in this book i've never read about i've never heard about it was a new one and basically like he strikes on all the the holidays so like there was a saint patrick's day one there's a valentine's day and he was like leaving all these clues and uh yeah i didn't get to finish it we got robbed when we were in europe i forgot which state or country oh but there was shoot, a train. Got... yeah the freaking bastard i mean he got away with my comic book which is i'm crying about it now but like other people lost their uh uh passports <gasps> so yeah yeah it was pretty bad and um oh you lost the comic book miguel yeah, yeah. Boo-hoo. poor mr uh, <laughs> uh damn what was his name he was a great guy too the teacher uh damn. morrison mr morrison mr morrison and 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 the one guy the, the other guy that went in our group this was high school right this was in high school yeah they, and it, but, but was this with the magnet program it was it was not exclusive to the magnet but it was magnet program Wait, were you, were you in Magnet? I was in the Magnet, yes. How I got there, I have no idea. Wait, I, yeah, yeah, I knew it. Yeah, you were in Magnet program, right? Yeah, yeah it was like journalism, you know? Wait, that was still Daniel Pearl, right? God, that, that feels like so Daniel long Pearl. ago. It, it is long ago. Dude, can I tell you right, can I tell you right now, ninth and 10th grade, 
feel like its own era and then 11th and 12th grade feel like a different era entirely absolutely absolutely yeah i definitely feel that absolutely my early years were and i think this goes for everybody true i mean the first years you don't know what you're doing you you're like i was not doing very well in grades in my ninth grade year and i was heck no i asked man <laughs> yeah see i had apps i never had apps i had like two apps so what the hell sixth and, grade um, i did poorly ninth grade i did poorly i, I, I was did, never good at the oh beginning I, in sixth grade, this teacher, this English teacher pulled me and a couple of my buddies out to class. We were like the degenerates of the class, apparently. <gasps> and and she was like, you know, one day you guys are going to be faced with drugs and alcohol and I'm sure gangs or whatever. And you guys need to stay clear of that. I just want you to know. I'm like, why, why, are you, why are you telling me this? <laughs> How old were you? Seven? Like, what was going on? No, I, this was in middle school. I was like, what, 12, maybe? 11? Jesus, who is this woman? Who, how yeah. are you? How, how are you? Who are you to teach like this? Are you kidding yeah. me? These aren't your yeah. kids. You're a teacher, dude. Yeah, exactly, man. I, I don't know how to take it. But then I was just like, I'm going to prove that bitch wrong. And uh, yes, I mean, I think I think so. Um, you know, I'm, I'm happy with my You need those people level. in your life, dude. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you really do need someone to to be a hater for you to like overcome it if you're strong enough to do so. You know, hey, like, in you my life, will. Hey, in, in, yeah. wait, in my life, I want a, a nice dosage of like of a little self doubt and self hate. You know, just a little bit throughout it. You know, just a little bit. I mean, like, like coming at me. Like I'm not mm-hmm. like you know, just coming at me, just like being like, oh, you can't do it, and I'm be like, yes, I can, yes, I can. Watch. I never want that voice to leave. I never want that voice to leave. That's true, because then you get complacent, and then you, you then you don't you don't do anything. You just stay where you are. Yes. Nobody wants that. Oh. So so yeah, I feel you. Dude, oh my and god! So, if, uh, if, you, if you oh my god, the things I've done, bro, like the weird choices I've done, I can't. Huh? Okay. Keep continue. No, continue, continue. Oh, go for it. Oh, well, I mean, it, it was just that. It was just that. I, I lost my, my thing. I was happy I went to Europe. I was pissed at those guys. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, it turned out well. You know, great memories, great pictures that I took. Uh, good time. I can now say I've been to Europe. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to go back. It was fun. I encourage everybody to travel the world and see uh, things that you have never seen before. Dude, I don't know. I've never been to Europe. I want to go to Europe. I imagine, yeah, man, it's great. Like, I was in, in my favorite, I think I'd have to say, I went to, we went to Spain, we went to uh, Paris, yeah. we went to Rome, we went to the Vatican, what? we oh. went to this island called Capri, and I think I saw freaking, oh my God, why can't I remember his name? Um, um, Bill Murray, I think. No, you saw Bill I Murray think, in Europe? I think I saw Bill Murray in Europe. It, in on the island of Capri, and he was like the to- unless this was just like the coolest guy in town, but he was the coolest cat in town. Looked super fresh. It was like summer in Capri, which is like a beautiful island in Italy, and and this guy was walking with like this posse. There was like beautiful women. There was like classy guys. I'm like, is that Bill Murray? Now who knows if it was actually him? I hope it was because this would be an awesome story. It is an awesome story. Sounds like Bill but, Murray. Yeah, I, oh, <laughs> I can yeah, imagine. Exactly. I'm like, it sounds like Bill Murray. So I, I think I saw him, and, uh, and it was great. It was it was great. Yeah, saw the Apple Tower. Son uh, of a so gun, dude. Check it out, guys. Check it out. But oh yeah, so so when I was in Spain, it was I think pretty cool because like people can tell that you're not from there, obviously. But I was like, I'm in Spain. I'm gonna talk Spanish because I know Spanish. And they were like, Where's your accent from? And I'm like, Well, I'm from here and here. And um, uh, you know, I'm Mexican. And they're like, Oh wow! And they were so nice, just the nicest people ever. The Spanish. And, the Spanish, they were so nice. Ah, oh, dude, my friend Carlo, shout out Carlo. She's Spanish. She's a homie, dude. Yeah, Spanish people yeah. are the best. They're great, and and everybody shuts down like at noon and takes a siesta. And Son of a what? Yeah, like you you try to go shopping or whatever, and, and places were just closed. It just looked like a ghost town. They would legit close shop and then head home or or, or just stay they in the li- shop. And they live upstairs or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was it was amazing. I wish we did that here. Venture the world, see things, taste, eat. I mean, I've been to El Salvador many, many a time. Yeah, nah, dude. One time, yo, one, 
once I stayed there for like a month, I went by myself. I don't, I don't know why my mom let me go. Oh, it was horrible. I just, I'm such a mama's boy though. Ooh, I was so, it was rough for me. It was growth. By yourself. Dude, but my mom was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, it's fine. When I've gone with you, it's fine. She's like, yeah, but when we've gone it's been together and it's like a week or something, you can be there for right. a month, for a month. A long time. And, I, and I'm like, I was like 12. Oh, wow. That's I was cool. that cusp, you know, it's that cusp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and dude, it was insane. All I remember is that my PS2 was my best friend. Wow. Uh, yeah. I, I remember playing Dark Cloud on the PS2. It's this RPG game. Uh, I, I lived on that. I never played that. Dude, it's, it's amazing. Uh, my, 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 what that dude? My grandma, dude, bless her right now. She's, she's, she's still with us, you know, thank God, you know, but she's, thank God, yeah. she's getting at that age though, man, where like her, her hearing is leaving her, is leaving her a little bit, you know, little by little every day, her sight. Yeah. She's, I just feel so bad because like, I went to go visit. I went to go visit my mom for like, for like my sister's birthday. It was like during this whole quarantine thing. I went one day, it was like last week or so. It was, it was in the midst of everything going crazy, but I went by myself. And, but the thing that sucked, I couldn't get near my grandma. I even asked my mom, I was like, uh, yeah. I was like, can I hug grandma? And she said, no, don't hug grandma. And I was like, shoot, man. Yeah, that's the toughest thing about it right now. I couldn't hug her. Uh And I love hugging my grandma because, like, the thing with my grandma that sucks is that, like, the kids that are the house, like, you know, like, you little kids with their grandparents, they're they're like, ooh, unless rough. You know, it's like they're not that close with them. They're like, they think they're aliens or something. But it's like, no, it's just grandma, dude. It's like, yeah, but but she talks in Spanish and she yells at me. And I'm like, yeah, because that's how she talks to kids. Just get used to it. (laughs) Get used to it. One time she grabbed me so hard on my, on my, on my, on my, uh, on my forearm that I started bleeding. She she just got annoyed at me because I was being a little twerp. I'm sorry. I don't. You you might have deserved it. She's from El Salvador, bro. I don't know how to tell you. Like, you have to relate. But like right now, yeah, exactly. she's like by herself, and I think she still, oh, she still, she still thinks she's in El Salvador. One, um, and two, like when I get there, she just seems lonely, and it breaks my heart, you know. Oh, that's yeah. And like I don't want, like I'm, I'm glad we're not putting her in like some home, you know. Right. No, that's not the way to do it. Because she can't live with my aunt. Because there's, there's some drama there. We don't. I don't even think I have an aunt anymore, as my mom told me. Because, she's, <laughs> she's cut off. dude, you know how Latinas are. You know how they are, dude. And Salvadorian, La- dude, Salvadorians, they're they're crazy. I don't know. Like, yeah. one time, okay, one time, one time, my um, my uh, my freaking what's her face? My mom's friend told me, "Mijo, si vas a tener una una salvadoreña en tu vida, que sea tu mamá y nadie más." And so now I got myself a Mexican girlfriend. She's a mutt like me. She's a good balance. Cause like, here's the thing. Like she's Mexican and white. So like she has a good crazy, like enough crazy in her from the Mexican side, you know? Cause like I'm Salvadorian. I know I have my crazy. Like I know I have, I'm passive aggressive as hell sometimes. Okay. (laughs) I know, I know I can be like my mother, hard headed and stubborn sometimes. I get that. Oh, yeah. So I need someone with like their version of crazy that is a good, a good buffer with mine. And, you know, and vice versa. We balance each other. Level headed. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm crazy, man. I don't know if, I don't know if any girlfriends want ex girlfriends, not girlfriends, but ex girlfriends want to attest to that. But, dude, I'm crazy. I'm not like horrible. I'm a nice guy. But like I can be no, crazy you, my own way. You know, I've been dumped before, yeah. so like I get it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I think I think everybody has that little bit of craziness too, and and it's just finding that person that's like, all right, I'll deal with your crazy because I got a little crazy of my own, and we kind of need each other to balance <laughs> off. And sometimes it goes like me and my wife are complete. I don't want to say opposite, but we're like on different levels of the spectrum uh, for a lot of things. And sometimes we even think to ourselves like, man, how do we manage within ourselves? Yeah. And it's just like that is we got a common goal. And and we're so deep into this where it's just like, it just doesn't make sense to just cut ties. You know, we get, we get some big arguments and it's just like, well, what are we going to do? All right. Well, I guess we're just going to fix it and just keep going. Like there's no need for me to be mad at you or you to be mad at me because we're not working towards the same goal. Yeah. And uh, if you yeah. want to be in it, you're going to be in it, you know? Yeah, because if not, then, you know, you're just wasting time. Don't waste time. Exactly. You know? Don't waste time. Don't waste time. So that's that's kind of where 
we, we, we work out a lot of things. Yeah, I tell uh, I tell my girl I, I tell my girlfriend, dude, like one day at a time. You like for ourselves and for like one another. You know, it's just one day at a time. Yeah, one day at a time. One day at a time. It'll eventually click, and it'll be like, like I think we're kind of getting to that stage where it's just like, well, that's just how she is, or that's just how he is. Like, there's no point to get mad at it. Like, you just learn that they don't mean to do it intentionally to get you mad or piss you off or whatever it's just it's just something that they just do <laughs> yeah and, uh, yeah you know like especially like I, I i don't know if i'm passive aggressive but i know the way i talk i overthink how i want to say things and and sometimes that comes off as me having an attitude because i'm like really locking in on my words so it i'll catch that man like hey why are you giving me attitude with that i'm like whoa 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 I, 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 on the contrary, I was trying not to give you attitude, and then it like snowballed. I'm so sorry. I'm just, I'm like, digging a hole. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's just like I need to say something because if not, then I don't want to be quiet. You know, it's just like this game of like you're figuring it out, and and luckily we're kind of getting to that point where like we're kind of brushing things and not taking things personal, and that's the key, I think, is don't take it personal, dude. Uh, and that's hard because you don't. Know, that is yeah, hard. That's tough. That's tough. When ego gets Have you in read the way, book, the four agreements. What? Have you read that book, The Four Agreements? No. No, that's a good book. If, if, if I don't read much, and I've tried this last year to try to read a little bit more, especially like a lot of self development books, and that was one of the first ones that I really, really liked. Okay. And that was one of the big, one of the big things about that book that like it tries to portray is don't take things personal. Wait, don't know Stephanie has on. this book. Sorry, I googled it. Uh-huh. I think Stephanie has yeah. it. Yeah, a lot of people do. It's a really good book. Uh, I highly recommend it. Um, Miguel something. Um, I forgot his last name. But really good book. Really simple. Like, there's nothing that's going to, like... It, well, I don't think it's going to be, like, turnkey where where it's like, oh, a light switch just turned on. It's a lot of just adapting to this way of life where it's, like, not letting things bother you and, and don't take things personally. It's not against you because you don't know the things behind said action words or or actual actions you don't know what led up to that point so for you to take it personally it's like it's just gonna be negative so why live that way right um yeah uh the author by the way uh don miguel ruiz ruiz there it is ruiz. and it was with an r ah uh, um, dude it's just dude on from like all the all the stuff i've read i feel like it all boils down to just like that ego that taking a personal thing yeah just yeah and that's the thing you gotta let go check of your ego you gotta let go of that check your ego check but the ego you need it though you do need it though like don't get rid of the ego yeah. you sometimes you need it you know. in certain situations to keep like in like certain scenarios to be a you know adaptable and whatnot because that same ego that you're talking about is the same thing that you're talking about when when you're saying that you know you want that little negative thing saying that you can't do it because your ego is what says yeah, I can because it's confident. It knows you, and that's that's your yep. ego. So I mean, it's just it's just like you're saying, just keep it in check and knowing when to use it correctly, and and you'll get by with less uh, tribulations, I guess. I hope. I forgot where this came, what book this came from, but it was talking about thoughts, and you can't let ideas and thoughts become more than what they are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That. Like if something makes you mad and you're now upset, you can't let the idea of you being upset now define who you are in this moment and start making and start making making the choices of what actions you make now. You know what I mean? I like that. I like that. That's the, I got to like I've been you got to find me. Dude, that I've one. been dude, I've been I've been reading stuff. Uh, where's my Kindle? I don't know where my Kindle is somewhere else. But freaking honestly, like I've been loving some Mitch all of Mitch album stuff. Uh, huh. uh oh the oh, no the the the, the oh uh, it was the book that Bobby Lee was talking about it was the power the power of now that's what it is yes that's the book bro I, I might have heard that somewhere everyone talks the about everyone now. talks about about this pinche book bro freaking the power of now dude by Eckhart Tolle everyone talks about it dude and I, that's the book where I, I i believe that's where that frame of thinking that's what that this book dives into that but more uh, oh but more i'm gonna have to read especially that. especially if you're like a creative type or just like a person who struggles with the ego and struggles because like again the power of now because the ego yeah. the ego likes to take you to like the past you know with regret and guilt or whatever 
And then it likes to then take you to the future with anxiety, you know, and in fear. Yeah. And I get a lot. Dude, of fear. Okay. Okay. Going back to the Green Lanterns, I like to think of myself as a yes. Green Lantern myself, because there's a because okay. there's, there's a full spectrum of colors, you know, and all every color there the, every color is a different representation in the emotional spectrum, and green is the power okay. of will, and the reason why I love the green is because. Its enemy is fear, and that's what I struggle with. Fear. Fear yeah. is like, oh, yeah. it's the worst thing in the world. I just, I just, no, 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 no. Just the fear of, you know, what can happen. The fear of not being good enough. The fear of rejection. The fear of this. The fear of that. So I, that's why yeah. I love the Green Lanterns. Because okay, not to get super nerdy here, but do you know the Green Lanterns? Oh, I, I think this might be like the second time I've mentioned this in a podcast. The oath. I do not know the oath. All right, here it goes. I might have heard it. But go for it, please. Oh, God, I hope I don't mess this up. Everyone knows I'm the king of paraphrasing. Oh, I know my friend Wu. If you're listening and I do paraphrase, I'm so sorry. But the Green Lantern's Oath. In blackest... No, in brightest day, in blackest night, no fear shall escape my sight. Let those who worship evil's might fear my power, Green Lantern's light. Boom. 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 I told I told I told my girlfriend I was like when we get married that's gonna be part of our oath just so you know part of that's gonna be your vows part of the vows I was like yep just so you know like after all the good stuff you want to say because I know you're gonna write something gorgeous that'll make me cry I get it I get it you'd want to do it do it but at the end no at the beginning though at the beginning because I don't want I don't want you to I don't want you to end with the oath but at the beginning (laughs) at the beginning when we get there face to face you take that veil off. You have to say this oath because you got to know what you're getting yourself into, okay? <laughs> Dude, on our first date, on, 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 on me and Stephanie's first date, not even our first date, because when we first met, it was at a party. It was like a cast party. And we talked at this party until 4 a.m. And then I dropped her off at her at her apartment, right? And when I dropped her off, though, uh, on the way there, uh, instead of being, you know, trying to be all smooth and make, make the moves on her or something, I um I I yeah, took yeah. out the I took out the, the 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 album of the revival cast recording of Godspell from Broadway, uh, and we, I just started singing every song from the beginning until the end and belting my heart out in front of her. You wooed her. I, I, I straight up showed her. Look, if you you okay, you like what you see. Okay, this is part. Do you like this? You like this? Oh, you like this? <laughs> you like this? Let's see if you like this, okay? This is the first thing you gotta know. If you're getting into this, you have to. Before anything, before anything happens. But where where, where do we even come from? Where are we? Green Green Lantern. We came from man. We went from Green Lantern. We talked about some books that we read about life, and uh, and you talked about Stephanie and uh, your, your first night. Yeah, that was great. Anyways, uh, we, can, we can go on forever. Wait, I feel. But on your podcast, I left off on college though. Was it on college? College? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay, so so you were in college. You you did the singing and uh, um, the professor. Dude, catchy. Uh, what's her name? Oh my catchy, god! Catchy. Look how distracted yes, we got at the end of your at the end of your episode. I was like getting I was like getting hell emotional, my friend. Ooh, it's getting good thing we we debated. Bringing you back, bringing huh? me back, dude. No, just this this woman, dude. Like, I, oh, that's why I brought up my mom. That's why I brought up my mom, bro. Because uh, because check it in my life. I don't know. I did. I don't know if it happens instinctually that that's what I look for, but or if it's just serendipitous. But I've always had strong female figures to look like that guided me in life. Guide you, yeah. And like growing up as a kid, I had my mom, you know, her being the badass woman she was that, you know, growing up, working her ass off for me and for us. And then in high school, I met Swan. There was also Miss Sargent. Like Miss Sar- she was the best. Miss Sargent was, I still talk to her. Paula Sue, shout out Paula Sue. Uh, flipping who else? Uh, Swan. I-, I mentioned her before. And then even later on, uh, I go to college and then I meet Ketchy. And then after Ketchy, I meet Janet Miller who becomes the woman who teaches me how to tap dance and like becomes like my mentor and whatnot. She's still it. You can tap dance? Yeah, yeah, dude, there's a story behind that. There is a story. Okay, so look, (laughs) when I was in college, 
there was a show that ca- there was a show that came up that uh, people uh, really excited about. It's called The Drowsy Chaperone. If you don't know it, look it up. It's just really good music, really fun. The Drowsy. Chaperone. Yes, sir. Uh, I think you find it on. That sounds like me as a dad. Homie, you're just like <laughs> coronavirus skin. No, dame otra. It's okay. <laughs> but come the audition. Uh, when we find out about it, I was taking this workshop, this like musical theater workshop class at Nissan, and Janet Miller uh-huh. and Diane Ketchy were both the professors of it. Oh wow! And Ketchy was teaching tap, and so that's where I first learned how tap dance. She taught the tapping there. We learned some routines. That's where I got my first taste of it. Great, but then auditions for this show was coming up, and I was hungry. I wanted it. And I asked Janet, "Hey, can you help me get better? How can I get better? Like, I want to get better so I can get ready for this audition, so I can, you know, be able to tap and show something." And so I legit lived in the theater, and we would find time in like either the large campus theater or the little theater inside Nordoff Hall, and we would tap dance in there. And we later on had other friends join, and we all had our own little like tap tap dance. Yeah. Group. And this was even after Janet left CSUN, I think, and she just came back to help us out because she just loved us that much. Just to help yes, because she's she's oh, the cool. best person in the effing world, bro. And I worked my ass off. I got, dude, I got the role I wanted. It was it was magic. It was it was it was okay. At CSUN, I got to perform like the first. Okay, it's the first official musical, but they're not counting it as the first official musical at this performing arts because if you always. Did you have you you've seen the, the that big fancy performing art building at CSUN? Yeah, I I never got to go into Okay. It. Uh so yeah. but it looks so Chaperone was the first student musical to perform in that theater, in that space. Nice. You're in the books. I got the tap tent on that stage. That's awesome. Like, cause after getting cast in that role though, here's the thing. Little did I know that even after getting cast for that for that show, the work was just in front of me, bro. I could show you my notebook where I would write down my choreography for like the for the for the song I had to do in the show. It was insane. The work I had to put in for this. Oh my god! Opening night of the show. Opening night of the show, Miguel. I decide with my friend John. Shout out John Bernos, also a Patriot fan. We just, I was with John and Jared. Okay, so John, he was a, a we met in this show. He was a, one of the main, he was like the main dance guy in the show. He was like doing a dance call. He was just warming up and stuff. And I was hanging out with him, just warming up my feet for the, you know, for the show. And then Jared was, my, my friend yeah. Jared was there. He was my dance partner in the show because we had our number together. And, uh, uh, you know, Jared, uh, Jared, I, I, Jared and John are more dancers than I am. I'm a mover. Jared is a better dancer than I am. John is a much okay. better dancer than I am. You know what I mean? And so they're doing certain things, yeah. and I'm like, oh, that's fun. Let me try it. Uh, so I do this thing where you, I don't know, you just jump and spin and you land on your on your foot. Cool. I try it. I land on my ankle and I just collapse, bro. Oh no! And I'm like, oh no, oh no. Because here's the thing: in high school, I've twisted my ankle before. I've done stupid things before in Birmingham where I twisted my ankle before a show or during a rehearsal. And so I know that instinctually when my ankle, when my ankle is under me, I'm not trying to stand on it and support it. I'm falling down with it. (laughs) I'm not trying to fight this because, okay, Miguel, growing up, did your mom ever take you to El Salvador? No, because I'm not. Oh my! Is that just a Salvadorian thing? <laughs> hey, it's okay because I think every Mexican does it. Every Guatemala, everybody. Does every Gabby? Hispanic does Gabby's family? Does Gabby's family do it? Yeah. Does, does her family do it? No, they usually ask me. I guess because I'm I'm taller, and I, I guess Guatemalans aren't really that tall, so they automatically they're like, "Nah, you're not Guatemalan." No, but no, but so but I'm, do I'm, do her parents yeah. know about like Salvador? Do they do Salvadores? No, they're they're, they're Wait, Is that just a Salvadorian thing? I think so, man. I hate it. It's the worst. I, I, Dude, <laughs> it's the worst. It's the scary like like getting like a dis- dislocating your shoulder or your or like a wrist or like your ankle. Oh, you talking about the Sab- the, Sab- the Oh, oh, you, no. Okay, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. 
you're you're not saying Salvadorian. You're saying the the Salvador. Salvador. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. El Salvador. You're good. You're good. El Salvador is the oh. worst. Why they exist and why they are allowed? Is it legal? Is it? I have I've no ex- idea. It should be. I've illegal. explained it to Stephanie, oh and she's God. perplexed. And, oh and, and I'm like, yeah, God. it's just like a person who just like, I don't know, rubs rubs you and like pulls on your stuff. Yeah. Like, I, then, I honestly don't think they know what they're doing. I think they're just like, oh, your knee hurts. Let me just rub around here and then give you directions to come back for me for like three months and then hopefully it'll heal but i think it's just normally healing in that time it's you know? and when your parents it's tell you worst that we're gonna it's like no i don't want to go I'll, I'll 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 hold off with the no, pain chop it off chop it off bro low-key my ankle <laughs> my ankles click because i don't want to go to it so my lord oh yeah oh yeah no seriously seriously i i have luckily only gone like once but I've heard horrendous <sighs> stories, horrendous stories of, of this and agonizing. Yeah, it's so Mira, good. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna not tell you good. something that not many people know. Okay. All During right, opening right. night, in that moment, I sprained my ankle. I sprained it, Miguel. I had for this show, I had not just a tap number, my friend. I had to also do a dance number where I was in roller skates blindfolded quote unquote oh my lord so let me look how did you do it i'm gonna tell you <laughs> so here's the scenario my friend i fall i walk I, I go oh no oh no oh no i'm walking around i'm pacing around the space i'm like wait i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine because here's the thing i didn't support anything on it when i when i felt me go under i fell with the what i rose it right because okay. i don't know what happens to other people i don't know if they try to stand on that part of it catch themselves yeah, with yeah. that and then may just make the pressure even worse and really bend it i did not do that i just right. went down with it just what it. ended up happening is that we didn't tell anyone i didn't tell the director no miguel no i'm oh i told her i think a year later and her jaw dropped it was great it was great i did not tell her so what I did was that I just put some, so John's a dancer and so is Jared, like I said before. So they knew what to do. They had right. the, 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 like the bandage wrap, like, you know, that you're like the bandage wrap for your ankle. Right. So right. they like, they, they put yeah. some, I think yeah, they put like some sort of balm on my ankle and they wrapped yeah. it up. They wrapped it up uh, all nice and stuff. But here's the thing. My tap number came on first. Okay, I had to tap dance. My ankle could not be, it could, I, I, I needed to bend, I needed, I needed my ankle to be fluid. I could not, you know, I had to do it. And so at that moment, the ankle was not wrapped, my friend. It was not wrapped. Oh, and I, so you unwrapped but, it. You but here's the it. thing, bro. I don't know, adrenaline, I don't know what it was, bro, but I danced my heart out and. When I was on the stage, I didn't feel a thing. But after the tap number was done, I legit just had to walk stage left and exit. The second I walked off, I collapsed. Collapsed. And like, and, and oh, the stage hands would, would take me to the chair up against the wall where the rafters were. And they would take my foot and then legit wrap it up nice and tight. And they would help me then slide it into my roller skate. It was like the four-wheeled roller skate for my next scene. But that was a good thing because the roller skate was ankle high. So it actually had nice pressure on the ankle. Yeah. And the choreography for the for the number wasn't crazy. Oh horrific though. Oh, but dude, we I don't know. That's the thing. See, that's the thing with theater that I was saying in like in like part two. That was on me, myself, and Miguel. Um, like with the with the cello audition, I crumbled after one no. But for theater, I don't know. Like I don't know what it was. Somebody just kept saying, "Nah, keep going, keep going, keep going." I had a sprained ankle. Nah, keep going. You're good. You're good. You're good. The show must. Dude, go yes. On. I feel like I feel like I. You took breaking a leg. Dude, a bra- even breaking a leg won't Damn stop near. me. Come at me, bro. I have my mother's blood running through my veins. You know how stubborn she is? Oh, I'm her offspring. Come at me. Tell me I can't do Come it. Tell me. me. Tell me, please. Good, good luck. <laughs> but dude, that, oh, that's it. Oh. Later on in college, I think at like that year, if not the year after that, 
performance. I went to this uh, this competition in Hawaii. It was the Kennedy Center KCACF. You've been to yes. Hawaii? Bro. Oh, That's great. That's one of my places. You went to Europe, Europe, bro. You know, hey. I I yeah, I gotta go there. I gotta go to I gotta I I got I gotta go there, but no. But I went to Hawaii, but it was a school yeah. trip, and I, I got I'm very lucky to go. John took me. I was his partner to go for like this for like the festival, like a competition, a theater competition over there with a bunch of schools all over the country, and um, yeah. flipping. Uh, what was I about to? We're at the beach. Now check it out. Have you ever heard about Hawaii? That okay. So look, before you go to Hawaii, you need to know something. Did you know that if you go to Hawaii, you're not supposed to take anything from the island, even rocks? I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. Yeah, it's like sacred and illegal, and uh, yeah, you can't take sand. You can't. Don't take do that. From the naturalness. Yeah. So my mom's husband, shout out to her husband. I love him. But he asked me, "Mijo, tráeme unas piedras, you know? Bring me some rocks." Oh shit. Oh, and I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, sure, yeah. I'm happy to please." Oh, you had no idea. I forgot. Oh, yeah. I was oblivious. I think I knew, but I was oblivious because I was like happy to please, you know, like my mom's husband and stuff. Or like, I think they were dating at the time, but like it was going well. So, you know, I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Right, so, right. So That's I got it. But so, so there's that. Now, at the beach in front of like the hotel where we were staying, there was this wall that was like this underwater wall, at, like, at, like maybe like 20... 20 feet off the off the shore it was like a, a wall that would yeah. break i don't know if it like stopped the waves from coming into high or you know i kept the it, it's like the, the, the yeah. barrier like yeah exactly it was like, it was like an artificial barrier exactly yeah yeah broke so yeah. one time we went over to this wall and we all stood on the wall it was a bunch of us and we all stood there and just it was nice just standing up there feeling yourself balancing on this water which is warm and beautiful you know just enjoying the, the sight it was wonderful I'm oh, sorry, but I did. I I need to I need to paint <laughs> this picture really well because of what happens next. Yeah. So this is wonderful standing up on this wall, and then after that, I get the call. You know, to get the rocks. I get the rocks. I have the rocks now in my hotel room. The next day, we go back to this beach. We go back to stand on this wall, Miguel. I then, yeah. my foot slips into a hole. In this wall, where sea urchins like to live in, because it's nice and dark. Oh, Miguel, you know what sea urchins are, right? I definitely a know what. Ball sea of spikes. Ball. Oh my god! And they're poisonous, aren't you? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, all right. Let's continue. I need to find out if something happened here. So, did somebody piss on? So you? check it out. I freak out. I freak, we're not there. I freak out. I freak out, bro. I freak out. My foot. I jump out of the wall. I'm like, I'm with my friend John Bernos. Shout out, John Bernos. I'm like, John. Oh, I stepped on something. I don't know what's wrong. Oh, it really hurts. It really hurts. And we're running over to the back to shore. Back. We're running back to the back to the beach. We're running. We're running. He's helping me out. And then he looks up. And dude, my right foot from the from the. I think it was like the the sole. The sole. The, the, no, the ball. The ball of my foot. Yeah, the ball of my foot to okay. like just that, that that top half of my foot, it was just covered in black spikes and little black dots, bro. Black oh, spike, oh, dude. I had a hobble, one foot with John supporting me back to the hotel. I was in unspeakable pain, bro. We ran back to the hotel. I sit in the lobby. We're calling Matt Jackson, who's one of the professors at CSUN. Shout out, Matt Jackson. We love you, brother. Um, and then we're calling him. We're like, Matt Jackson, Steve Brogan, he, he stepped on some sort of like sea urchin or something. We don't know what's wrong. Come, gotta come, gotta come. And he's with his family, though, because he brought his family to this trip. So he's like, his wife and his kids are there. But like, his wife and kids came on their own behalf. So like, they have their own room. So they're, they're fine. So he's like, oh, okay, let me just, you know, let me just get set up and go, okay? And we get, I'm sitting in the lobby on like this little, like, little stair, a little two step piece, like right there by the lobby. And one of the guys comes over, one of like the, one of the clerks at the hotel comes over and he's like, oh, what's up, bro? How you doing, man? What's going on? And, and I'm like, oh, I stepped on sea urchin. I think, I don't know what's wrong. And he's like, oh, let me see, brother. Let me see, let me see. It can't be that bad, man. It can't be that bad. And then he looks up my foot. He goes, oh, brother, that's bad. Oh, that's bad, brother. 
Dude, my foot was messed up. Miguel, you there? Miguel. Miguel, you speechless? What's going on? Did we lose Miguel? Miguel. Miguel, this story needs to go on with you. Miguel. Can I continue this story? I don't know if he's here or not, but I'm looking to hear the story. So check it out. My foot standing there, guys looking at it like, oh, brother, like this looks bad. This looks real bad. All right, man. And I'm like freaking out. John, we figure out to like, you know, we got to go to the hospital. We got to go find some sort of emergency room. We need to find an emergency room. And so John takes me to the nearest emergency room. Uh, but by the way, shout out to the emergency room over the well, I forgot where we were in Hawaii, like what island and what emergency room, but shout out to those nurses. Uh, by the way, I don't know if they were all Filipino or so, like, I don't know if it, it felt like I was in, in, in Burbank or Glendale. It was amazing. They were all so welcoming and loving and great. And they were good to me. They basically put my, oh no, but before I get into that, we got to talk about how uh, my boy, John, was Mama John uh, during this during this visit? Uh, Mama John uh, to the extreme, my friend. Uh, he helped out with them because I again I was in pain. My foot was full of little sea urchin spikes, full, 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 full. full. And so John was gonna be like, oh no no yeah no he, uh, he's got asthma yeah no, no, no allergies got no allergies got no allergies nah all right cool cool all right got no allergies uh, can we help him out what do we gotta do? And what we basically had to do right then and there was put my foot in a bucket of vinegar. Cause that's all you can do. Thankfully, the uh, the sea urchin I stepped on wasn't poisonous. Holy poop, thank God. But I was still in a lot of pain. Like what in the world? So I was just stuck with all these little sea urchin spikes in my foot. Cause you can't pull them out. Cause if you, I don't know if you know sea urchins spikes, but they're barbed. So if you try to pull them out, they'll actually hurt even more. <laughs> they'll tear. So you have to leave them in if you can, or wait until they dissolve with the vinegar. So that's all I had to do is leave my foot in vinegar the entire time I was in Hawaii for taking rocks. I believe I left the rocks. I should have left the rocks. I'm sure I left the rocks, but damn. Well, Miguel, are you there still? Well, hey, I don't know what happened. Uh, this conversation was great. It was part three uh, of, uh, of this comment. Check it out, fam, uh, part three. So that means if you didn't listen to part two, check that out again in Miguel's podcast, me, myself, and Miguel, uh, dope ass podcast with my friend Miguel about his life as a dad. You know, you got his two beautiful girls and his wonderful wife, Gabby, shout out Gabby, woo, 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 Guatemala. Uh, but uh, make sure to check out his podcast wherever you can. He's on Spotify. Uh, so, but basically everywhere you can find my podcast too, like uh, uh, Anchor, the Anchor apps, Spotify, Twitch. No, no, Stitcher, floor in heaven. Wow, it's been a conversation, y'all. So check it out. Uh, be good, y'all. Uh, happy quarantine. Uh, and uh, yeah, and don't forget, hey, you're you're enough. All right, you're more than enough. It's 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 incredible how enough you are. Okay.